Hello and welcome to Orpheus Talks episode 4. My name is Daniel and I will be taking you through this week's key issues. We begin in Costa Rica where President Rodrigo Chavez has declared a state of emergency following a Conti ransomware compromise of the country's government agencies in early April, including the Ministry of Finance, the Ministry of Science, Technology and Communications and the Labour and Social Security Ministry. The incident disrupted systems managing Costa Rica's tax collection, as well as payment schedules for government employees. It also compromised administrative systems in government agencies managing electricity in Cartago, leaving people unable to pay for this electricity and internet, and exposed sensitive taxpayer information. Following the Costa Rican government's refusal to pay the demanded 10 million US dollars in ransom, Conti operators leaked a portion of the stolen information on the group's Tor web league website. The far-reaching impact is increasingly concerning to business and people alike, as it is unknown how long this disruption will last. We have also reported on other at ransomware operations conducted against government departments within the last couple of months. These incidents show that the threat actors took advantage of poor cybersecurity posture, as was the case with Conti in Costa Rica, to target governments, government departments with a susceptibility to downtime and the threat actors anticipated that, that, that a ransomware payment was more likely forthcoming because of this vulnerability. These incidents show that the threat actors took advantage of poor cybersecurity posture, posture, as was the case with cost, cost redo sentence. These incidents show that the threat actors took advantage of poor cybersecurity posture, as was the case with Conte in Costa Rica, to target government departments with a susceptibility to downtime, anticipating that a ransomware payment is more likely to be forthcoming. An example of which saw Greece's post office targeted via the exploitation of an unpatched vulnerability to gain access. An example of which saw Greece's state-owned post office ELTA targeted via the exploitation of an unpatched vulnerability to gain access. The threat actors used a reverse shell, which is a type of session cyber threat actors commonly used to open communication ports between their machines and the victims, to, and they used these, this reverse shell to access one workstation. The compromise meant that E. LTA was unable to offer services such as posting mail, bill payments, or process any form of financial transaction. Additionally, users posted on social media about problems tracking parcels and accessing web labeling services. A further recent example saw operators of Lockbit ransomware compromise an unnamed regional US government agency after spending at least five months on the network. In the first phase of the breach, the threat actors gained initial access via an open remote desktop port, RDP, on a misconfigured firewall, providing direct access to an account with domain administrator permissions. The adversary used this access to create multiple accounts on, the, on desktops and servers with administrator privileges to provide redundancy in the event of detection. After five months, the most sophisticated threat actor took over the breach and immediately used Mimikatz to steal credentials before successfully deploying the Lockbit ransomware, leaving two ransom notes. The first provided details for victims to get in contact with Lockbit operators to purchase a decryption key via Tor, and the second contained a recruitment advertising offering millions of dollars for insider access. This incident highlights the importance of using multi-factor authentication which in this instance would have significantly hindered the attempts by adversaries to gain access to target networks. 
Furthermore, in the absence of a virtual private network connection, we advise organizations to block remote access to RDP ports. Our nation state reporting this week highlighted pro-Russian and Ukrainian hacktivist activity during the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine. Pro-Russian group Kilnet, for instance, has claimed responsibility for a denial service attack that temporarily, temporarily took down the websites of Italian parliamentary, military and health institutions. The incident took place as pri- Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi. Our nation-state reporting this week highlighted pro-Russian and pro-Ukraine hacktivist activity during the ongoing war between Ukraine and Russia. Pro-Russian group Kilnet, for instance, has claimed responsibility for a denial of service attack that temporarily took down the websites of Italian parliamentary, military and health institutions. The incident took place as Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi met with US President Joe Biden to strengthen their country's support of Ukraine. Given its timing, the incident reaffirms Kilnet's focus against countries supporting Ukraine. Previously, the group has targeted several Romanian government agency websites following Romania's explicit support of Ukraine. Despite the Russian this Russian cyber aggression, hacktivists have already also reduced sentence. Despite this Russian cyber aggression, hacktivists have also targeted the Kremlin in response to the invasion of Ukraine. The latest example saw Russian media platforms and websites defaced during Victory Day on 9th of May, which commemorates the Soviet Union's victory on the Eastern Front of World War II. The perpetrators left anti-war messages after renaming the programs listed on the online TV schedule. This incident continues a trend of hacktivist activity against Russia, in which Anonymous has played a central role by compromising Russian government agencies and private sector businesses prior to leaking their data. Thank you for listening. Please visit our website to learn more on these topics, and don't forget to tune in next week for more cyber-related talking points. This has been Orpheus Talks, Episode 4, and again, thank you for listening. Thank you.